You know, our own nature reveals our shortcomings. And the enemy pounces on our every failure and tries to magnify them to discourage us from trying again. But I want you to be encouraged today because God hasn't given up on you. And no matter how you failed through Jesus Christ, you can reconnect today and rise above your failure and find peace. Welcome to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Bobby and his brother Glenn own Alliance Sports Group, a collection of hardware and sport product lines sold in over 40,000 retail stores across America. God has been good to Bobby to provide the resources needed to broadcast On the Bright Side all across the country. Bobby is not asking for financial support. However, he does need your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at OnTheBrightSide.org or join the discussion on Facebook. You can also call 847-312-8197. 847-312-8197. Throughout his journey, Bobby has encouraged people and given back by sharing his life lessons. Travel along with Bobby as he shares his adventures to China and visits multinational companies around the world. As you listen to On the Bright Side, you will hear these messages as they were delivered at Bobby's church and are now compiled into this time-honored radio program. No matter what your situation is, Bobby has the gift of being able to relate and empathize. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights, relied on by emergency professionals across America, trusted by many at work, home, or play. Let Nebo light your way. Now it's time to buckle your seatbelt and get ready for On the Bright Side with entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach, Bobby Bollinger. I thought y'all might enjoy this. Listen to this. A young, women, a young woman went to her pastor and said, Pastor, I feel like I'm committing a sin. I come to church every, each Sunday, and I can't help thinking I'm the prettiest girl in the congregation. I know I shouldn't think that, but I just can't help it. Can you help me? The pastor replied, Well, surely don't worry about it. In your case, it's not a sin, it's just a horrible mistake. <laughs> I, I saved that one. <laughs> you know what? I, I want to be I want to be an encouragement this morning. And I want you to know that I I want to tell you this. I believe in an old saying that, you, that we've all heard. It's not over till it's over. And I want you to know that it doesn't have anything to do with a fat lady singing. But to explain why I believe this so much, I'll have to take you back to high school. It was the most important basketball game of my life up to that point. We were against our arch enemy, our bitter rivals, cross town. The rivalry had lasted for decades. The Coliseum was packed and it was so noisy you could barely hear yourself think. And with 10 seconds left in the game, we were one point behind. And our coach calls a timeout. And in the huddle on the sideline, the coach looks at me and he says, Okay, Bob, this is your time. We've trained about this. We've trained for this. Now go out and do what you know to do. And then he called a play that allowed me to take the last shot. Now, like every boy, I had fantasized about this very moment a thousand times in my driveway, dribbling down court, 
making some fancy move and hitting the winning shot. But as the crowd counted down the last 10 seconds, I made my way down court, I made my move, and I took the shot. And as soon as the ball left my hand, I knew it was good. And as it switched through the net, the place erupted. And I was so excited that I started celebrating and jumping up and down. And I was not realizing that there was three more seconds left on the clock. Well, the opposing player, an alert one I might add, took the ball out of bounds and threw a pass about half court. And there I watched in complete shock as a desperation shot miraculously went in. The game was over and we lost. You see, I learned that the game's not over till it's over. And it's a good thing because we need to realize that in life, as long as we have breath, it's not over. You see, you may think that your failures or your past has taken you out of the game. But I'm here to tell you that because of Jesus Christ, it's not over for you. You can rise above your past. You can climb out of your current struggle and you can reset your life to one that's filled with faith and hope in your future. The Word says that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And that means you are not only not alone in your failures, but that everyone deals with failure. Even the great fathers of our faith dealt with failure. And even though their accomplishments overshadow their failures and shortcomings, they had them nonetheless. Did you know that Jacob was a liar? Moses had a stuttering problem. Gideon was afraid. Rahab was a prostitute. Elijah was suicidal. Jonah ran from God. Peter denied, denied Christ. And the most startling one was David, a man after God's own heart committed adultery, and had a man killed. You see, when these great men and women failed, they failed greatly. And in each case, God didn't didn't give up on them. He brought them through their failure, and he gave them a chance to rise above it and accomplish great things for the kingdom of God. You know, our own nature reveals our shortcomings, and the enemy pounces on our every failure and tries to magnify them to discourage us from trying again. But I want you to be encouraged today because God hasn't given up on you. And He knows your heart. And no matter what you've done, and no matter how you've failed, through Jesus Christ, you can reconnect today and rise above your failure and find peace and victory in Jesus' name. Turn to someone and say, it's not over. God has made promises to you for everything that you could be going through today. Depression, fear, grief, heartbreak, worry, failure. It doesn't matter. Stay right there because He's promised to get you through it. Over 900,000 moms per year choose to abort their baby, and 85% of them are single moms. It's hard to choose life when you're feeling alone, but Embrace Grace has a goal to change that. Embrace Grace equips and empowers churches to start support groups around the nation and the world to walk alongside moms with unintended pregnancies. With over 400 support groups in churches around the nation, lives are being saved. 
Partner financially with Embrace Grace today. For just $25 per month, your gift can help train leaders of a church to find moms that need help. For $100 per month, your gift can help reach and inspire more churches to start a group. And for $250 per month, your gift can launch a group at a church. Together, we can help her be brave and ensure that no single mom walks alone. Go to EmbraceGrace.com for more information on how you can partner with Embrace Grace to save them both. EmbraceGrace.com Thanks to our sponsor, Nebo Tools, with flashlights relied on by emergency professionals across America. On the Bright Side returns. I was going to ask you, has anybody had a bad day lately? (laughs) I thought so. Okay, well, well, here are the top 10 ways to know you're having a bad day. Okay? You ready for this? Top 10 ways to know when you're having a bad day. Number 10. When your twin sister forgets your birthday. (laughs) Number 9. You know you're having a bad day when it costs more to fill up your car than it did to buy it. (laughs) That's right. Number 8. You're having a bad day, you call your wife and tell her you'd like to eat out tonight, and when you get home, you find a sandwich on the front porch. (laughs) Number seven, it's a bad day when the bird singing outside your window is a buzzard. (laughs) Number six, your doctor tells you you you're in excellent health for someone twice your age bad day. Number five, you're having a bad day when your children's school calls to surrender. (laughs) Number four, it's a bad day when you have to borrow from your Visa card to pay your MasterCard bill. (laughs) Number three, you're having a bad day when you put both contact lens in the same eye. I've been there. (laughs) Number two, You know you're having a bad day when you see a film crew from 60 Minutes waiting outside your office. (laughs) And the number one way to know that you're having a bad day... When your car horn sticks and you're on the freeway behind 32 Hells Angels on motorcycles. (laughs) Yeah, that would be bad. Okay, but let's face it, we all have a few of those days. And in fact, it's pretty normal to have a bad stretch where things aren't going well. And some of you could even be having some of those times right now. But you know what? All of us as Christians, we have an amazing arsenal of weapons available to us to fight and overcome whatever comes our way. And we know that it's there, but so often... We don't unleash the power that's right there for us to use. And what I'm talking about are the promises of God. You see, God always tells the truth. He always does exactly what He says. And He said He'd do a lot of things for us. And there are well over a thousand promises in His Word that we can rely on to help us deal with our struggles. And all His promises are true. But here's the key. What many people don't realize is you have to remind God of His promises. And you might think that's a strange statement. Why would we have to remind God of anything? 
Well, we remind God of his promises because God wants us to. Not because he can't remember what he promised, but because God wants us to know what he promised. Most of the great characters in the Bible reminded God of the promises that he had made. David, Abraham, Moses, all of them, they cried out to God for him to deliver on his promises. And you know what? He always did. So we have this huge advantage in life in the form of God's promises, but the Word shows us that we have to go after them, that we have to get His attention. You know, you, you, you know the scriptural phrase that we've heard our whole life, all the promises of God are yes and amen. I know you like that when you use it often. Well, I never bothered to really grasp what that line meant, but when you read that whole passage, it gets clearer. Here's what it says. For no matter how many promises are made, they are yes in Christ. And so through him, the amen is spoken by us to the glory of God. And what I learned is amen is one of the few words that means the same in Hebrew as it does in English. It means to agree or to, to acknowledge that it's true, like so be it or it is so. So what this means to us is that through Christ, all his promises are true. So when we remind God of his promises, Christ responds and says, yes. And then we say, amen. We've got it. I claim your promise in Jesus' name. Now you may say, well, I pray and I read the word. And sometimes I still don't feel like he's listening. Well, you know, the word also shows us that there are times when God allows us to feel like he's not listening. But that's when God is testing you to see if you'll trust him and his promises no matter how you feel. That's when he wants you to cry out, God, where are you? And that's when you can remind him that he promised he would never leave nor forsake us. And that's when you can remind him that he promised he would inhabit the praises of his people. And that's when he wants to come through. And that's when he has to come through. Because all his promises are true. Dwight Moody once, once said, God never made a promise that was too good to be true. Our God is an interactive God. He's made promises to you for everything that you could be going through today. It could be depression. It could be fear, grief, heartbreak, worry, failure. It doesn't matter. He's promised to get you through it. What an amazing gift his promises are for us to stand on, for us to hold on to, and for us to remind God of. All his promises are true. Say that with me. All his promises are true. Listen to this one that the Lord himself made. He said, there are many rooms in my father's house. And I'm going there to prepare a place for you. And if it wasn't so, I would tell you. And when everything is ready, I'll come. I'll come and I'll get you. So that you can be where I am. What a promise. Aren't you glad they're all true? Because this one... It tells us that no matter what happens, everything's going to be all right.
In Jesus' name. God never intended for any of us to live an average or mediocre life. Coming up next, all of us are destined to have an exceptional life if we're willing to follow Christ to find it. God has been good to Bobby to provide the resources needed to broadcast on the bright side all across the country. Bobby is not asking for financial support. However, he does need your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at onthebrightside.org or join the discussion on Facebook. You can also call 847-312-8197, 847-312-8197. I'd like to tell you about the new man in my life. He's absolutely amazing. He's bright, strong, and he lights up my life. He's Leo. The new versatile pocket light from Nebo Tools. Leo is so dependable. I won't go anywhere without him. Leo is fully dimmable, equipped with memory power setting, and has both work light and spotlight modes that pivot and rotate to direct the light wherever you need it. Leo sports a pocket clip, magnetic base, kickstand, and hanging hook to give me endless options for hands-free lighting. I absolutely love my Leo. Thanks for listening to On the Bright Side with entrepreneur and business owner Bobby Bollinger. Let's see if you like this story. An atheist was out fishing and suddenly his boat was attacked by the Loch Ness Monster. (laughs) In one easy flip... The beast tossed him into the air and opened his mouth to swallow him. As the man was prepared to be eaten alive, he cried out, Please, God, help me. All of a sudden, everything froze. And as the atheist hung in midair, a voice from the heavens said, I thought you didn't believe in me. That's right, God, but a few seconds ago, I didn't believe in the Loch Ness Monster either. That'll teach him. You know, I I believe that God never intended for any of us to live an average, mediocre life. You believe that? I believe all of us are destined to have an exciting and exceptional life if we're willing to follow Christ to find it. You see, we're, we're all uniquely created. We're not just one in a million. We're more like one in six billion And not only are we unique, but he designed us for excellence. And he made each of us special for a reason. And each of us he made with special talents to develop. And one way I know this is that when I was a boy, I was a high jumper. And I was a pretty good one. And I started learning when I was really young. And I spent years developing the skills so that I could compete. And I was pretty successful at it. Then... When I was in the ninth grade, I invited a friend of mine who was our star basketball player out to the high jump pit while I practiced. And after some time, after I reached my maximum height and couldn't go any further, he said, well, can I give it a try? And then, without ever having jumped in his life, he ran toward the bar and literally flew over it. And I was amazed. And I was depressed. (laughs) I mean, after all those years of training, and I was bested by this novice. Well, immediately I made two decisions. Number one, I quit high jumping right then. 
and I started focusing on my pole vaulting. Because now I wasn't even the best high jumper in our school, much less anywhere else. And number two, I started helping my friend develop his obvious natural talent for jumping. In a matter of weeks, he was the state's best high jumper. You see, we can work hard and we can develop skills and we can become proficient. But there's no substitute for developing the natural gifts that God has placed in us. And God has placed natural talents in each one of you that he wants to develop. The Apostle Paul, he tells us in Romans that we have different gifts according to the grace given us. And that we are to use our gift in proportion to our faith. That means our talent can be as big as our faith. So if we want to live an exceptional life, we have to start by believing we are destined for great things through Christ. We have to be willing to launch out into uncomfortable territory by faith. There's an old saying that every ship is safe in the harbor, but that's not what it's designed to do. A ship is made for the open seas where the storms can rage. And while we would surely all drown by ourselves, through Christ we're, we're like a ship. We're designed to handle the stormy seas of life, not sit idly by in a safe harbor. And not only has God given us special talents and designed us to handle hardships, but he will also give us vision and ambition to go along with it. If we'll ask him for it, he'll clarify that vision, he'll give us the tools, and he'll help push us toward our goals. You see, the average mediocre life is not the destiny of one who follows Christ. But unless we combine the gifts and the talents that God has given us with a burning desire to find our purpose in Jesus Christ, then we may never know the exceptional life that God intended us to live. The Lord said to Jeremiah, Call to me and I will answer you and I'll tell you great and unsearchable things that you don't know. And the word says, Our God is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. This means that we can't outdream God. He has bigger things in mind for us than we can ever imagine for ourselves. But wouldn't you like to see what he has in store for you if you will pursue it? Because there's nothing average or mediocre about the God we serve. And there's nothing average or mediocre about the life that God has planned for you. Thank you for listening to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur and business owner. God has been good to Bobby to provide the resources needed to broadcast On the Bright Side all across the country. Bobby is not asking for financial support. However, he does need your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at onthebrightside.org or join the discussion on Facebook. 
Facebook. You can also call 847-312-8197. 847-312-8197. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights. Relied on by emergency professionals across America. Trusted by many at work, home, or play. Let Nebo light your way. Learn more about Nebo Tools at onthebrightside.org or call 847-312-8197.